Hi, this is the real G Warner on Twitter, the real underscore G Warner. Thanks for joining. Uh, gonna go through today's podcast discussing Syria A, which starts this weekend, uh, the Italian top flight of, of football and seeing exactly, um, how we feel about futures, uh, the order of finish and possible relegation as well. Um, and then I guess we'll finish it off by going through this weekend's, uh, opener, uh, Soccer Alliance, just to see exactly what we're thinking right away. Um, and so without further ado, we're going to start with, I guess, the future. So uh, per usual, favorite is Juventus. Um, currently odds on at minus 105 at Bet BetOnline. Uh, recording this Wednesday, the 18th of August uh, in the evening in the United States. So uh, I'm going to try to use all, uh, I guess, taking all numbers from right now while recording this. Uh, but Juve at, as favorite, um, won I think eight or nine year, seasons in a row, uh, until, um, last season when they had a, a bit of a down year, uh, maybe caused by a manager who, uh, didn't exactly know what he was doing or, uh, plus a mixture of the club, I think not spending so well and I think being in some financial troubles among other things, uh, poor defense and an aging side. Um, next on the list is Inter Milan, who uh, are the defending Scudetto holders. Um, they have gone kind of the other direction. Uh, manager left due to not getting the spending commitments from ownership that he was expecting. And brought a new manager from Lazio, Simone Zaghi, who um, should be uh, a, a decent stopgap considering how uh, – how much less the, the club was willing to spend on its personnel. Um, also, the selling of Romelu Lukaku was a pretty big deal uh, after the club said they weren't going to going to sell him, uh, but ultimately ended up getting an offer they could not refuse. Um, they're second most likely to win the, the title according to Bet Online at four to one odds, uh, and then next after them are Atalanta at five to one. So Atalanta, they. We're rumored to be selling uh, Duvan Zapata, one of their better strikers. Um, they have a few. It's one of the luxuries, and, and why Atalanta, uh, despite being a small club, are, are still considered pretty likely to, to win the title, at least top three within Italy. And then there's a pretty big divide that falls off after them. Uh, but Zapata was rumored to be potentially being purchased by Inter Milan to replace Romelu Lukaku after he was sold. But as far as I know, as, as of recording on August 18th, that has not happened yet. Uh, and I think that's a big deal for Atalanta and their future or really how they're going to perform this season coming off uh, clinching second place or at least a Champions League place before even the final match day last season. In terms of other sales, they did sell Romero, a center back, uh, to Tottenham in the Premier League, which um, does speak to their size as a club and, and also um, that they're not as much in it to win it as I think people would hope they would be. Uh, as, as I think a lot of people would be rooting for the challenger if you're not a fan of, of the bigger clubs in Italy. Um, but ultimately, if that's the only sale they make, they also loaned out Golini, their keeper, who I think they're unhappy with and were looking to, to bring in another keeper anyway. So that doesn't seem to be as big of a loss. But uh, I think that does show their intentions a little bit after selling Papu Gomez last season, though that seemed to be more of a chemistry issue. And it looks like they did hold on to uh, their Slovenian forward so Ilicic so I think they're they're in better position than I think a lot of people thought and a lot of the rumors uh, had pushed this uh, future number to win the Scudetto I think 
from the five to one we're looking at now, I think it got as high as eight and a half to one when I was looking um, and following it pretty closely. Next on the list is Napoli, pretty sizable drop off at 12 to one. Uh, it's almost like they're the, in the next tier with AC Milan and, 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 and also Roma. Uh, Napoli had a lot of ups and downs with their manager who then since then moved on Gattuso uh, and then have been in discussions with trying to renew Insigne, their captain, to renew his contract, but I'm not sure that that's been completed yet. Uh, and then there's been some other minor signings, but nothing that I don't think that jumps off the page. Uh, AC Milan then, who were leading uh, the Italian Serie A for a long time last season before uh, really running into trouble towards the end of the year and, and I think ultimately fading and fading fast. Um, but was Zlatan Ibrahimovic still there? And uh, they lost some some minor players. I think Chalnagu left, but he ultimately wasn't as big of a performer or producer for them and looked like he was showing his age, if not in Syria, uh, potentially in the Euros this past summer. Um, but they had a great performance last season, still show that they're a team that uh, – could do it and certainly were in the in the fight for a long time last year, even though expectations weren't that high. And so they retained their manager, Pioli, who I think did a pretty good job for them. Uh, next is, is Roma at 18 to 1, AC Milan at 14 to 1 as, a, as I'm reading this. But Roma at 18 to 1 are uh, bringing in Jose Mourinho to try to, to completely revitalize their their program or their club. Uh, they were uh, trying to be an offensive club behind uh, Paolo Fonseca last season, their manager who moved on. Um, I don't know if he's in disgrace. He did a pretty good job, I think, overall for them. But last year was not a good season. And they uh, certainly have work to do to try to get back towards the top as they were a, a sizable way off from, from the Scudetto race. Uh, next, there's an, a, another big fall off to Lazio at 33-1 to who lost their manager to Inter and then also um, some other attrition throughout the roster. But ultimately, we're a side that kind of struggled with defense. We're a big surprise uh, during the COVID season to perform as well as they did and challenge and potentially even look like they might have even won the Scudetto for a little while before fading after the coronavirus lockdown. But um, they're the last of what look like to be the somewhat likelies to, to be in the race to, to win Serie A as Fiorentina start a list of uh, teams at 250 to one or above. Uh, Fiorentina with a disastrous last season, especially based on the, the, uh, the size of their club, um, started to turn around a little bit towards the end, but I think ultimately struggled to score goals all season and were in a position that potentially could have gotten them relegated, um, if not for some better performances uh, midway through and towards the end of the season. Um, Sampdoria, also on that list, uh, had goal-scoring issues, and, and when you can't score goals, it makes your defense have to be perfect, and that just isn't really possible at this level uh, when you're not spending as much as your opponents. Uh, Sassuolo lost their manager to uh, Shakhtar Donetsk in the Ukraine. Also, he took a central defender with him, and they... Um, didn't they were unable to keep up with their great pace that they showed and the performance they had uh, during the COVID lockdown season. Uh, next, we have Bologna, who are 500 to one to win the the Scudetto, and unfortunately are, are going to have a long fight ahead of them, um, as well as Udinese, who are selling their players as they always do. Verona, and those three are all at 500 to one. Next, Cagliari is uh, a side that. I think we're surprised to be in a relegation spat, but fought their way out of it at the end. 
there's going to be have to be changes on, on their side in order to play better. But I think uh, a new manager that they brought in towards the end of the year was a, was a big help for them uh, in, in terms of, of gaining momentum and adding to their club as they tried to, uh, to escape relegation, which they did. And I think that puts them in a better position for this season. And Poli are next to, or a newly promoted side. Interesting to see them at, even though they're a thousand to one win the title that they're, uh, tied with Torino above Genoa, Spezia, uh, who had all been in the league last season. And then Torino, who were in relegation trouble and looked like they were really struggling for a while, had some late victories or stealing points at the end to um, to keep them alive and keep them in the top flight. That was pretty important, but speaks to some problems at the club. Genoa, who are every season in a relegation spat, it seems, despite being one of the longer tenured clubs in Syria, uh, they... Uh, also, like the rest of them, went through a bunch of managers and looked like they had found a little bit of their footing towards the end of the season. Spezia then come up at that same price level, 1,500 to one to win the Scudetto. Um, after a pretty good season, I, th- I think surprised a lot of people that they stayed in the league. Uh, we're in the relegation spot for sure, but a couple got a couple good results late in the season to keep them up. Uh, and then we got some, some recent arrivals, Salernitana and Venezia, both at 2,001 to win uh, the Scudetto, which seems like it's, uh, would be any money put on them would be wasted. You might as well watch it burn in front of you live. Um, so those are the, the title odds. I think, um, I've been interested in Atalanta for as long as I can think of, hoping that they'd not sell players. So I was really worried that when Duvan Zapata rumors were coming up that he was going to go and he certainly could in the December. Uh, or the winter transfer window. It certainly could be a possibility depending on how they're performing. I think keeping their manager was really important and then ultimately keeping their wingbacks is the the most important part of of that club. Um, Hopefully they can keep them as long as the season goes, um, but we'll see. And certainly they're going to be stretched between Champions League football and also Serie A. But I think Juventus has not really done enough to, to make me believe in them as much as, as I think anyone would in the past. And Inter Milan selling a lot of their players, uh, I think does, it speaks to exactly who they want to be. Uh, and that maybe winning last season's title is enough for them for now. Uh, in terms of relegation, it looks like Salernitana and Venezia are both odds on favorites to be relegated. Spezia then come up next at plus 135 on Bet Online, which is a little bit surprising, but based on Empoli's uh, much higher title odds or much more likely uh, title odds that they come in fourth year as a newly promoted side. So Spezia looks like they're going to be a club that might struggle with a sophomore slump, um, which a lot of clubs that do come up and don't get sent right back down uh, often will struggle with, but we'll see what happens with them ultimately this season as I don't have a, a huge read on them. Next is Genoa and two, uh, plus 225. Uh, wouldn't be a big shock if they were in the, the relegation talk again, as with Cagliari and Torino, both uh, right around four to one, Torino at four and a quarter. Udinese has sold some players, but they've seemed like they could be uh, – Stable enough to remain in the league, and then LS Verona at five to one does interest me a little bit. After they played very well for the beginning of the season last year, went through a Christmas break, and then really fell off the face of the earth uh, in the second half. So that's certainly a club I'd, I'd look to be uh, looking at as as a potential slumper that might uh, potentially flirt with relegation and maybe even get set down to the second level. Uh, I've been looking at a bunch of the top four finishes or Champions League places finishers. 
as that seemed to be an interesting market across the other leagues. Um, Juve, big favorite at, at minus 900 or one to nine. Inter Milan, th- minus 300. Atalanta, minus 250. Um, but, Napoli coming in fourth at plus 105, then AC Milan at 120 and Roma at 125 all look like they're going to be the ones that are expected to fight for that last and final Champions League position. I'm not sure I like Roma much, uh, nor do I really like the way that Jose Mourinho plays. Hard to really bet against him and, and his performance and how he's done. Uh, but then also seeing Lazio at 225 a little bit lower, uh, doesn't seem like a big enough price based on how far are they off, how far off they are, their odds are to win the Scudetto. Um, and now is that we're uh, 12 minutes in, going to go quickly through uh, the Serie A lines for the first weekend. Um, starting on Saturday, we have Inter Milan hosting Genoa, giving one and a half goals. Big number, um, but ultimately, if you're going to back Genoa here, you have to believe that they can hang around for a lot of the match. Uh, and it's probably going to be unlikely that they can score uh, more than one goal. And one goal seems to be their their limit. So you got to feel pretty confident in them to uh, either keep Inter Milan off the scoreboard for as long as possible or get on the scoreboard themselves. And that might be a little bit difficult. But big number, especially considering how much Inter has sold this season and their offense is going to fall pretty precipitously with La Torre Martinez uh, kind of alone up front. They certainly have other players to fill in for Lukaku, but he's been one of the best strikers, I think, over the past two seasons of across the world, really. Um, next is Verona and Sassuolo at Pickham. Uh, not a lot for me to do here as an underdog better, really. But uh, as I just spoke about Verona, I'm looking to potentially be against them. Uh, considering how poorly they finished last season. Sassuolo losing their manager and some other players um, does not sound great, but I think shows the respect for them and the kind of the differences between these two clubs, um, seeing them at Pickham uh, on Verona's home turf. Uh, Empoli next at three quarters um, at home, uh, getting three quarters of a goal from Lazio. Uh, it's a good test to see where Empoli sits compared to um, one of the Champions League contenders. Um, I'm not sh- most of the juice is on the Empoli side, so we'll see what ends up happening there. Um, but I think we'll uh, ultimately have to judge Empoli after this outing because I'm not sure that a recently promoted side, even with a little bit more faith than I think I would have expected coming into the season, um, that if there's a way for me to back them. Uh, next is Torino and Atalanta. Uh, Torino currently getting a full goal at home. Makes sense because Atalanta are a great offense and seem like they have been able to produce goals no matter where they've played. Um, I'm not sure I want to back Torino and I would, it would take a minimum of a single goal of insurance for me to be interested. Um, but ultimately we'll see what happens, um, with where this line will go. And I think it might even trend higher based on how Atalanta has really crushed a lot of the, uh, the teams they've, they've faced. Uh, next on Sunday, we move to Sunday, is Bologna hosting Salernitana. Currently, Bologna giving three quarters of a goal. Salernitana is a new, new side, um, not getting a ton of respect as that's a big number for Bologna to lay. Uh, but ultimately, one of those wait and see. I think you gotta watch to see what Salernitana has at their disposal. Um, especially because Bologna have been around for a while and there might be a pretty significant divide between these two clubs, at least based on Bologna's 
total market value on transfer market of their team being at $181 million. Um, and Salernitana at the bottom at just, uh, right at 25 and a half million. So that's a significant difference and really hard to trust. Uh, Udinese then hosts Juventus currently giving or getting a goal, a full goal right now with all the juice on the Juve side. So this is like, this will climb to one and a quarter. Uh, Udinese, they, had a one goal lead and ended up kind of choking it up late where Juve went in there and won two one as they were fighting to qualify for Champions League um, late in the season. I think Udinese have shown that they can play with Juventus um, and played them much tight, much more tightly than the uh, line suggested when they played earlier in the season last year as well. But Udinese have been selling players and that's certainly a concern if you want to back them against a team like Juve who are so strong. Uh, next is Napoli hosting Venezia and hard to say what to expect from Venezia as they were a pretty low level side when I was in, in Italy a couple of years ago. And it's hard to really, it, I mean, congratulations to them and their American owner for qu- climbing all the way to the, the top of the, t- of the totem pole, but ultimately having to face Napoli who are favorites to finish in the Champions League place or I guess most likely of the, the non super three, uh, within Italy that it might be a big, big ask for them and getting a goal in three quarters might trend towards two by the time we get kickoff, but I'm not even sure that might be uh, a scary number to back, especially if Napoli can get on the scoreboard, uh, before the first half closes, which I would expect they would next on, on Sunday, last, last match of Sunday is Roma hosting Fiorentina. Currently Roma giving three quarters of a goal. And I'm interested in Fiorentina because I don't think defense was a problem for them last season. I think scoring goals was, and I think it still will be against a a defensive-minded manager like Jose Mourinho. But ultimately, um, Roma, I have questions about how they score, especially selling Eden Dzeko uh, and really what they're going to do under Mourinho, especially if they play defensively. Moving to Monday, the last two matches... Of the Syria opening weekend, Calgary hosting Spezia, giving half of a goal right now with all the juice on the Spezia side. Uh, two clubs that fought relegation last season, so didn't have a lot much between them ultimately. Uh, but when you look at the the value of the two sides, Spezia kind of survived with loans. Uh, they're worth fifty three million dollars as a team, whereas Calgary is at one hundred sixty seven million dollars according to transfer market. So that is a significant difference, despite. Not a lot of difference in their performance last season. Um, I'm not sure that I can cling on to last season's results as much as, as some people would like to, but ultimately Spezia getting half of a goal with all the juice right now shows some respect for him, but this might fall or tick down to a quarter, and that might be hard to back the, the much underfunded club. And last but not least, on, on Monday, we have Sampdoria hosting AC Milan, AC Milan giving half of a goal, and uh, – Probably seems like a fair number considering the questions about the Sampdoria offense and questions about AC Milan, whether if they're the giant that they used to be years ago. Uh, I would expect them to probably trend downwards. Sampdoria probably stays the same in the middle, mid-table uh, of Italy's premier or top league. Um, but ultimately, we'll see what happens with them. And uh, certainly we'll be looking at Sampdoria if this line climbs. I'm not sure I'm a full believer in AC Milan at this point, but we'll see what happens and what comes out of them. So that is about 20 minutes on Syria A. Went through order of finish, um, possibilities, uh, champion, or I guess champion Scudetto winner and also some relegation, uh, shouts. I think in terms of people I'd be looking at, uh, or, or odds I'd be looking at would be, 
Um, there's a pretty big group all looking to finish top four in Italy. So we'll see about that one. I think I'll, I'll pass that along, but ultimately as a long shot, Verona five to one to be relegated is interesting to me. Um, not sure that I have enough of the stones, put any money behind that, but that's interesting. And then also I've been looking at Atalanta all season and I'm hoping that that five to one climbs a little bit before, uh, matches kick off on Friday. Um, again, I am the real underscore G Warner on Twitter. Please uh, hit the follow button on there. Um, or subscribe to Apple Podcasts or wherever you may find this podcast. I think Apple Podcasts and Podbean are about it right now. But anyway, thanks for joining. Um, any questions, feel free to send them through the real underscore G1 on Twitter.